Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You're listening to Miller Thomas, the always wonderful and, might I add, handsome host of this podcast. And I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer. So please go check out my website, MillardThomas24.myportfolio.com. That's MillardThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, we're going to be talking about whether Zach Gallen could still win the Cy Young after his streak ending last night. And we'll talk about who we're in and out on on this D-backs roster returning in 2020. We'll do a little in or out on each D-backs player, whether they'll be returning in the starting lineup. Or basically, will they be in the D-backs opening lineup in 2020? That's what we're going to do. In or out in the starting lineup. Who will be there 2020 right here pretty soon but first if your company is interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44 your company should be sponsoring this podcast locked on diamondbacks to listen to by 98 percent men and 80 percent between the ages of 18 and 44 so if you want men in that age range this is your spot plus our rates are the most reasonable round email me at lockedondiamondbacks at gmail.com to find out more now, let's first start off with that Zach Gallen talk, and let's talk about whether he can make uh, or whether if he can still win the Cy Young Award because if you guys watched that game last night, you know Zach Gallen's historic streak of three runs or less came to an end last night against the Giants. 23 consecutive starts of three earned runs or less has been the streak that Zach Gallen set to start your major league career. And it's really phenomenal when you think about that. I just want to, I wish I wrote a little, a little ode to Zach Gallen because, man, he's been the only bright spot for this team this year, you know. It's not like Ketel Marte setting the world on fire. He's had a pretty good season, but he hasn't set the world on fire. You know, these, these other starters, you know, Merrill Kelly was another bright spot, but he's out for the season. Bumgarner hasn't been good. You look up and down this lineup. I mean, there's a couple other bright spots, you know, maybe more dim spots where Christian Walker and, you know, uh, David Peralta maybe, you know, they've been pretty good this season. But a bright spot, a guy who's been a, a shining star for this D-backs team, it's been Zach Allen, no question about it. And last night was the first time Zach Allen looked human last night. And it wasn't like he looked human for the whole game. He didn't look human until the sixth inning because – at one point during last night's game, Zach Allen had retired 14 straight batters, and he was scoreless through five innings. So he was dealing last night, but when he you know, when he hit that sixth inning is when things start to get a little murky for Zach Allen. Things start to get a little frisky for him. He gave up a few hits, and there he knew it. He gave up uh, three earned runs before even recording an out. He had the bases loaded. He gave up four hits, a walk, and three runs without recording an out. In that sixth inning, and when he came in, or not when he came in, when he left, Junior Guerrero came in. And the saddest part about it is when Zach Allen left, he only gave up three earned runs. So it wasn't even like he was on the mound when that extra earned run came in to end the streak. Now, granted, he did leave the game with bases loaded, no outs. But Junior Guerrero walked in that final run to end Zach Allen's streak. And that just hurt so much because what did Guerrero do right after that? 
He got a double play ball, and then he got a fly out. So he he still had bases loaded, no outs after that, after walking in a run, and then proceeded to not give up a run after that. So if he could just done that one batter earlier, then Zach Allen's streak would still be alive today. But it's okay. It's all right. The streak is over. But Zach Allen still has had a pretty incredibly pretty incredible season, and it makes me beg the question. Can Zach Allen still win the Cy Young Award right now? I didn't even know this was a thing, but ESPN apparently has this Cy Young predictor for 2020. And, you know, when I've seen other Cy Young candidates, you know, Zach Allen's usually top five, top six, top seven, you know, even higher sometimes, top three. But on this Cy Young predictor, they don't even have Zach Gallen in the top 10. I just have to say, that's pretty disrespectful, honestly. I thought, you know, I thought wins didn't matter when it came to pitching or baseball in general. Mike Trout wins MVPs without winning any games. Jacob deGrom has been a Cy Young for a couple years now without winning any games at all. So now you're going to say for Zach Allen, you have to win games to be a Cy Young pitcher. I think that's totally wrong and indefensible because when I look at some of the guys on this list ahead of Zach Gallon, you got you Darvish. Okay, that makes sense. Max Freed, I can get behind that. They both have better ERAs, so I'm okay with that. But Zach Davies of the, the Padres, I don't know if I could get behind that. Zach Allen has given up more earned runs than Zach Davies, but their ERA is pretty much right there, and Zach Allen's pitched seven more innings than Zach Davies, so maybe I would give that to uh, maybe I would give that to Zach Allen. And then Kyle Kendricks of the of the Cubs, how is he on this list? He has 22 earned runs allowed with a 3-4-1 ERA. He should not be on this list. He has 44 strikeouts, which is pretty nice, but Zach Allen has 60 strikeouts. You got Jeremy Jeffers on this list, too. He, he's been a relief pitcher, so how is he ahead of a guy like Zach Allen? Mark Melanson, he'd even, he, he was hurt to start the season. He hasn't been better than Zach Allen. Zach Wheeler, okay, he's been pretty good on the season. I won't be too upset about that one. Then Jacob DeGrom, I mean, come on now. He's been elite on the season, but there's no reason why he should be on this list ahead of Zach Allen when they both had pretty similar seasons. So when looking at that, there's no reason why Zach Allen shouldn't at least be top 10 on the Cy Young predictors list because these other guys on this on this Cy Young list right now just doesn't – they don't even deserve to be on this list ahead of Zach Allen. I mean, I'm just looking at the Cubs guys right now. How can you have two Cubs ahead of Zach Gallen on this prediction list? It doesn't make any sense. And for a guy like Zach Gallen, who had one of the longest streaks in baseball, the longest streak to start his major league career, if they earn runs or fewer, and – Considering that streak was a part of this season as well, he hadn't had a bad start the whole year until last night. It just makes me wonder where people even or how this Cy Young predictor even came up with this list of names and how they even came up with five names better than Zach Allen really baffles me. And right now it seems like Zach Allen's losing momentum in that Cy Young race after giving up four earned runs last night. But that wasn't entirely his fault. A lot of that, I mean, it was a lot of it. A lot of it was his fault. But a lot of it was also, you know, the pitcher coming in and walking in a run when we saw evidence that he could have got out the bases loaded jam with no outs. Uh, he could have got out that jam without giving up an earned run because he did it. He had the bases loaded jam right after you walking in that earned run. He was able to get out of the jam without giving up any extra without giving up any additional earned run. So I'm gonna put some of the blame on Guerrera for last night. Most of it's definitely going on Gallon's shoulder, but Gallon's shoulders, but still it, it shouldn't 
be enough to all of a sudden drop him out the top 10 Cy Young award race. And so right now, this this Cy Young predictor list on ESPN, I'm going to just have to disregard it because it is not factual at all. Now, coming up, I'll play the in or out game on which D-backs I think will be in this 2020 opening day lineup. But first, let me tell you guys about rockauto.com because with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain store front. Winder, often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning, and wait while the countman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about his box so they know we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, all right, all right. Let's play a little in or out on which of these D-backs players we think will be in this opening day lineup to start the 20, or I, I think I've been saying 2020. I should say to start the 2021 season. I, you know, it hasn't even registered for me. I've been saying 2020 this whole pod, but it's for next season, the 2021 season. So let's play a little in or out on who, which of these D-backs players we think will actually be in this starting lineup for 2021 and we're going to start with Carson Kelly and for him I'm going to say we're in because you think about the investment the D-backs gave up he was part of that Paul Goldschmidt trade so when you're trading a franchise face like Paul Goldschmidt a consistent contributor a guy who the D-backs could desperately use right now who they desperately need right now um Carson Kelly definitely has to be on this opening day lineup in 2021 because the D-backs need him to work where that trade looks like a, a complete failure. And right now, Luke Weaver hasn't looked any better. So for Carson Kelly, he's definitely going to be in the starting lineup in 2020. Otherwise, Mike Hazen might, uh, might lose his job quicker than he expects. Now next is Christian Walker, and I definitely think the D-backs are in on him in 2021 just because he's a guy who I don't think is going to garner a big contract. You know, I don't think he's a guy who's taking up too much of your cap space, even though baseball doesn't do cap spaces. He's a guy who's not getting paid a ton. He, he's not his earliest, you know, free agency uh, opportunity is going to be in 2025. And the D-backs are probably going to give him an extension after this season. He's going to be all arbitration eligible pretty soon. And he's a guy who's still only 28, 29 years old. He's a guy who's been pretty good for the D-backs team in the middle of the lineup this season and last season. Been a real revelation as a guy who just got picked up off the waivers. You know, just used to be a backup to Chris Davis out there in Baltimore. So for this guy who's little investment, who's giving you great return, and you don't have to commit a lot of resources to him, Christian Walker is definitely going to be in this lineup in 2021. Now, this next guy is a no-brainer. 
Quetzal Marte because this guy is easily the face of the franchise right now. He's easily the D-backs best player, even though he's not, you know, living up to MVP standards this season. He's definitely a guy who could still be an MVP guy next season, 2021, when baseball is playing a full slate of games, a full 162. Quetzal Marte is definitely a guy who I will put my money on to have a bounce back season. And it's not even like he's having a bad season right now. It just hasn't had, you know, a ton of power. He hasn't showed the pop this season. The doubles have been there, 13, which is second on this team, but the home runs haven't been there. He only has two on the season. The ribbies and the run scoring opportunities for him haven't been there. Only 13 RBIs on the season, which is one of the worst on this D-backs team. But even with all that said, Ketel Marte will definitely be in the starting lineup in 2021. Next is Nick Ahmed. I'm definitely going to say he's in the starting lineup in 2020 just because in 2021, just because he's a defensive wizard. He's a homegrown guy and the D-backs just gave an extension to him. He's not making a ton of money. Only if I look it up real quick, I believe it's like $7 million over the next few seasons. Yeah, he's getting paid about 7.8 until 2023. So he's not making that much money. So for that reason and the things he could do on defense, and even this season, Nick Ahmed has actually stepped up to the plate with runners and scoring positions. So for all that being said, I definitely think Nick Ahmed is going to be on this team in 2021. Now this next guy might be a surprise, but I'm going to be out on Eduardo Escobar in 2021 because I don't think he'll be in the starting lineup. He's starting to enter his early 30s, or he's already entered it. He's 31 right now. He's going to be about 32, 33 next season, and he's coming off the worst season of his career. And I think maybe if he has another similar type of season like this next year you know maybe the d-backs trade him at the deadline or i'm telling you i'm out of i'm out on him for 2021 so really i think the d-backs should be looking to move eduardo escobar possibly in the off season if the right offer comes along i think they still definitely want eduardo escobar in their plans but after having the expectations that the d-backs team had for themselves entering this season and seeing how bad eduardo escobar has been in this lineup and how much he's been uh, an actual hindrance and a liability in this lineup I wouldn't be surprised if the D-backs start fielding offers for Eduardo Escobar in the offseason for to a team who could use a you know a second base slash third baseman a power hitter a slugger you know who's coming off a, a bad season who could be in line for a bounce back season next year in 2021 I wouldn't be surprised if Eduardo Escobar is not in this 2021 lineup now David Peralta I'm going to be in on him because I believe the D-backs really value David Peralta, and he's one of the fan favorites in this lineup. He's another homegrown guy. He's had his best seasons with the D-backs, and I don't see any reason why the D-backs would want to trade him. He's been pretty good this season. He's batted 280, and he's been great in the RBI per, uh, department. He's tied for the team lead in RBIs. He's been great with runners in scoring position. So I think David Peralta has brought a lot of value to this D-backs team. He's another guy who just recently got an extension who's not getting paid too much. He's another guy on that Nick Ahmed-type contract who's getting paid about $7.5 million over the next couple years. So with a contract like that and what David Peralta could do for you on offense and defense, he's definitely going to be in this open day lineup in 2021. Next at... Right field is going to be Cole Calhoun. I'm going to say I'm out on Cole Calhoun for 2021 just because 
He's not. He's one of those guys who's not on a big deal. He's only on a two-year deal, I believe. And he he's another guy who's underperformed this season. He's been great in the home run department. Don't get me wrong. He leads his D-backs team with eight home runs, but he's batting below that Mendoza line at 199 and with a 329 OBP. It, Cole Calhoun it definitely leaves a lot to be desired for on the field, at least on the offensive end. I think he's been better than what people expected, you know, running the bases and defensively. But for what the D-backs signed him for, you know, he, he's been that 30 home run kind of guy. But the batting average and the other returns that he's given you, the strikeout numbers, it has not been worth it. So Cole Calhoun, I think he's going to be out of this D-backs lineup in 2021. Then the last guy on this list is going to be Dalton Varsho, who's right now the the everyday center fielder, it seems like. He's the go-to man in center field right now. I'm going to be out on him being in this 2021 lineup just because he's played primarily catcher in his career, and I don't think the D-backs are ready to give him the full workload at center field. Now, he could still be on this... No, uh, he could still be on this roster to start 2021, but do I think he's going to be the opening day starter in center field? I don't think so. I think the D-backs are going to try and go out and acquire a more traditional center fielder. I mean, they did this past offseason. They acquired Starling Marte before trading him at the trade deadline. So right now, I believe they're going to try to find their next guy to replace Starling Marte in that center field position, even though I think it would have been just easier to keep him and just have him as an asset for next season as another potential all-star who you could have traded or just a guy who could have been a, a great value in the middle of this lineup. But right now... Looks like Varsho is going to be out of this Diamondback starting lineup for 2021. And, hey, he's still going to be on this roster. He's still one of the top prospects in this D-backs farm system. They definitely want him to work in it. They definitely want to work him in the lineup as much as possible. But if you ask me if he's going to be the starting center fielder in 2021, I'm going to be out on Varsho in that answer. That's it for this edition of the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. Hope everyone tuned in and go listen to yesterday's podcast if you missed that. And don't forget, this is the Locked On Diamondbacks bringing you your favorite team every day, Monday through Friday, the best Diamondbacks news and knowledge you could get. And so please come back tomorrow where we'll have another chat about the D-backs. I hope everyone out there is staying safe and staying healthy because you can't say that enough in the times we're in. 